Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. St. Patrick, pray for us. Hey, how's it going? Father Kelly here with Spirit and Swagger. First, need to add something that I failed to say last time. Always trust that intuition that you're missing something. I needed to add that this is about campus ministry and that kind of crowd. I want this to draw attention to that. I want Swagger here to lead Catholic lead to Catholic confidence on campus. Other places are good too, but that's where I'm coming from. For the rest of my goals and why the name is what it is, go back and listen to episode one if you haven't. I admit it was incredibly tempting to be a perfectionist, hit reset, and go re-record that first one with everything that I wanted to have in there, but that's a great way to stall. None of that. Instead, we instead onward we on we go towards the top to quote Blessed Pier Giorgio Frassati, the patron of Bishop McGinnis High School. And now that I think now that I think of it, Pier Giorgio had some swagger too. The usual picture of him is him smoking a pipe on a literal mountain top with a big giant walking stick. Gentlemen, ladies love Pier Giorgio. So if you're looking for a model to imitate in your quest for holiness and possibly your vocation. Not a bad place to start. Help the poor and climb mountains for God, and you will definitely become more handsome, even if you aren't. And that's a good segue to an important topic. Where are the men in the church? Where are holy husbands and men brave enough to commit to seminary? Where are they? Somewhere being slack and noncommittal is where they are. Somewhere being unsatisfied and secretly disappointed in themselves. Maybe they are great at the gym or have the sickest truck. Maybe they have all the stats on Xbox and can crush a case of Bud Light on Friday and another one on Saturday. Maybe they know all about various cuts of meat and how to cook them or all about computers, economics, or politics. Or maybe they're obsessed with their machismo or sexual power. Or maybe they're not quote, all in exclamation mark, exclamation mark on no particular thing, but just trying to get by and figure out what to do with life. Either way, there is a restlessness that is burdensome. Some constantly give their energy to to, uh, thing after thing, hoping that this finally is the thing that will finally bring happiness and fulfillment. The other extreme is a kind of a malaise or a despair that there is no the thing. Most are probably somewhere in between, but all are looking. We're all looking for something. We're all looking for that thing. Religion is almost always written off as not even worth trying in this quest, though, as something below them. For women and children at best, but not for men. I don't blame them for thinking this, though. Religion has been super softened to be little more than nice feelings and happy thoughts. We forget about the passion and the glory. St. Maximilian Kolbe did not go to the starvation chamber for a Jesus who asks us all to just be nice to each other. No, he went, in place of another man, mind you, in imitation of his Savior who voluntarily was killed on a cross for us all. So that's what spirit and swagger is too. Doing my part to try and get us back to bold faith. This isn't a men's only thing either, though. Don't forget Mother Angelica, Catherine of Siena, or Teresa of Avila. I'm interested in speaking to the drifting and undecided, to say that it's worth it to dive into religion, to dare to find something meaningful and 
even to those who are already into religion, to find something even more meaningful there. Apply to seminary already. Get on with it. Go visit the convent. Date someone you like, and if you love them after six or eight months, go talk to the priest and schedule a wedding date. Jesus still loves you if you drag your feet, but better to be bold, even if that boldness is just committing to the basic expectations of being a good Catholic. Russia invading Ukraine has brought this into sharp relief for me. Seriousness has come to them whether they were ready for it or not. They have no luxury to be indecisive or lethargic. They don't get to make excuses and relax to decide another day. They can't just put it off until tomorrow. They have to stand up and respond. Would that we were ready for such boldness were it demanded of us. We do have a chance to be bold, though, in a religious sense. It is Lent, after all. We have an opportunity to make a decision to pursue holiness by conscious choice, and it started with Ash Wednesday. This year, ashes on the forehead are back, or they were back, but I kind of wish they weren't. It may evangelize somebody, but it is also a pretty good chance for vanity, if we're honest. If we are more worried about preserving that mark than reflecting our own, reflecting on our own sinfulness, then we have missed the point. Ash Wednesday Masses are packed because you get a special thing. But if you are so excited about repentance, where are you at Mass the next Sunday? Now, many of you are at Mass the next Sunday, but a whole bunch of other people aren't. Ash Wednesday is good, and the ashes are an important symbol, but it is only one step toward an intentional life of Christian repentance, giving yourself to the one thing that is actually important, that is, the thing that is actually important and real, that is faith. See you later. Come Holy Spirit.